Welcome, everybody, to RNGPC. We are a D&D podcast, but there is no long, drawn-out campaign here. We are creating random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. Last week, Nate, that's me, accidentally made Jack Black and definitely brought that energy into the role-playing. Today, we have Jake creating a brand new character for us to explore. In case you forgot already, my name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. How's it going? (laughs) I like that you're experimenting with the intro. I like the recap of last week's stuff. That's cool. I like that too. But I feel like... The repeating of name, maybe say it earlier. Be like, hey, like I don't know, put like move the names around because I feel like okay. you're saying my name's Nate, and then again, Nate. <laughs> like or maybe fair. just say, uh, this is my co-host Jake. Right? Can you say your name? I don't know. Either way, it's a working. It's definitely, it's definitely yeah. not worse. That's it's that's, fluid. I'll rework ooh, it. I'll rework ooh. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a it's like a river dancer, belly dancer. A what? Do you think those are the same thing? River dancing and belly dancing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> i know you don't i know you don't but like is there i wonder if there's a way to combine those that would Maybe. be interesting that i just think river dancing is just like 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 one of those things you see outside of used car lots there's a lot less hands that happen with river dancing it's really all your feet it's all jumping like the hands of anything are like behind your back like oh so river dancing is irish dancing Yes, a form of it, like in a way, yeah. I don't, okay. I, I don't think it's specifically Irish. There might be some Scottish people that also do it. That'd be very upset that you assume that it's just Irish. Dude, the Scottish and the Irish already fight about ooh, who invented ooh. Scotch and whiskey, ooh, so they've yeah. got that. They don't care about dancing. There's a, a, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so there's a lot of bad blood that happens up in in, in that part of the UK. <laughs> so I don't know. So hey. I've got something for us to do today that I'm excited about, so I don't want to waste too much time. Is it is it make a podcast? Because I think that'd be fun to do. That's part of what we're going to do today, but I have an okay. opening game I want to play with you. Oh, a game. All right. Yeah. Let's go, Jigsaw. What do you got? Are you ready? So you're going to be the one playing this game since you're oh, the geez. only one who has technically taken an improv class. Oh, Jesus. So you're more equipped to handle what I'm about to throw at you than I am, technically. It's really, really just saying yes to everything. If you've seen the movie Yes Man, you could you could do this. So. Okay, gotcha. Well, <laughs> this is the game we're going to play. You ready? As I'm going to. I am your high school teacher, and you forgot to do your homework. <clears throat> and you have okay. to tell me why you didn't do your homework. Okay. And every time I say the words new choice, you have to start giving me a new reason why you didn't do your homework. A, a completely new reason, or I just changed the the last detail or line I said. Completely new reason. The I'm gonna fuck? Google a I'm gonna Google a 60 second timer, <laughs> and we're gonna let you go for 60 seconds. Where did you find this? I followed my old voiceover teacher on TikTok, and he uh, he he's like he's like duet with me and play this game. So he okay. said he just sits there staring at the camera and goes new choice. New choice. You're supposed to duet it, duet it with him. Yeah, okay. Um, so. All right. So I, you won't be able to see this timer, so you won't know, but I'll yeah. tell you when to stop. Um, is there, is there an you end? you think you're ready. Is there an end at some point that I'll know about, or is this just like now my purgatory where I live and you decide? Like, Oh, I decide when you have to say new choice. So no, if I, I mean, want to, when, I can just is, make you ramble. Game, for, when does this game end? Oh, one minute. <laughs> I told you 60 seconds. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was like every 60 seconds. We do. Okay. Um, no, within 60 seconds, I'm going to tell you new choice. Okay. Okay. So, you ready? Yes. <clears throat> Did you start Are it? you ready? Yeah. 
You, you okay. tell me when to go, when you start it. Gotcha. One, two, three, go. Uh, hi, uh, Mr. Council. Um, look, I'm sorry, but unfortunately I wasn't able to finish the diorama, uh, for today's class, um, the cage that I was going to use, I was trying to transfer my lizard out of it. New choice. And so the diorama was knocked off of the kitchen table by my sister. New choice. And then my mom, when she kept coughing, blood came up, and we didn't know what to do. So New choice. Anyways, so as we were moving stuff from the freezer, it kind of felt... And then at the movies, we were just sitting there and we didn't know what to do because there wasn't any popcorn left. And so everybody was really upset and we just had to leave. And we're trying to go home, but there was a giant... And then the flat tire in the car apparently flew off and hit the bike. And so the coffee pot was this... New choice. My dad, he hit me. That's that's 60 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to go into any of those. Like Jesus, <laughs> I was the main thing I told myself like, okay, don't go dark, don't go dark with it. But then, <laughs> but then after the first three things, I'm like, nope, mom coughed up blood. I don't know. I got <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just <laughs> Jesus. That was God, good. I, that was I good. love that though. That makes me miss God. That's what I miss. That, you know what? Everyone's like, "Oh, what did you miss most about like you know quarantine?" For me, it was improv. I, I finished my first my first class of improv, and I was like, "Yeah, signed up for the second round of it, going in." And then it was just like, "No, ain't nobody got." Yeah, they've that. They, my, the uh, the school that I took my voiceover class for has tr- is trying to do like virtual beginners acting classes and virtual yeah. like other kinds of classes that just seems so like just too it's too disconnected i feel like yeah. you have to be with people to explore those kinds of yeah. things you know and it's just i, I don't know it's i get what, i mean you have to try as a business you have to try but i just wouldn't yeah. do it on virtually you know well and that's where it's like for me uh since i signed up for the class already the school which i, I took it through ucb which if people are are familiar with is a well-known like school in LA and New York and whatever, but they offered like, Oh, you can just take one of our online courses with that credit. And I was like, I really don't want to do improv online to your point. Like yeah, the energy and just like being able to bounce off people. Like who knows? Cause like I always enjoy the pauses as mm-hmm. well in improv, like in really using those and over voice calls, it's like, I can't tell if frozen or yeah, actually waiting for something and then having to try and build the comedic part of it. Um, yeah, but luckily they they did have some like sketch writing courses as well. So I just transferred the that money to doing that, and that was a lot of fun. Sketch writing. Oh, nice! I didn't <clears throat> I didn't realize the sketch writing you were doing was through that same school. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So at your place when I was there over the summer or last? No, it was like fall. Last fall. It was the holidays. Um, yeah, but it was September through like. Oh, November. true. Yeah. I, um, yeah. But anyways, yeah. So I did the sketch writing through UCB as well, and that was a lot of fun, and that was easier to do because. We would write a sketch and then we would just read it in the Zoom call, and that was a little bit easier to be able to go over and like break down. Um, it wasn't just based as much on the like actual interaction, coming up with shit right there on the spot. Um, so yeah, I think for me the hardest thing, at least the main note I got back from my improv teacher at the end of the first class was she was like, Try, "Stop trying to be funny." She's like, yeah. "Just, just be true. Just be like let let the comedy come from." the normal stuff that's happening it'll mm-hmm. it'll present itself you don't need to make it funny which i think is something that 
is useful information, and that's it. So. Yeah, that that just that just translates across the board to all styles of that art, like acting and improv. It's like the the if you can find the truth in what you're trying to do, that's what makes it good. Whether it's drama, whether it's comedy, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, it has to be grounded in some sort of truth. But it's really hard when you're in front of people and you, as a person, know you're performing. Yeah. It's hard to not perform, you yeah. know. But you can't. You don't. You can't perform. Yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah so. But it's a lot of it's, fun. It's, yeah, I want to take an improv class when things go back to normal, just for fun, just to meet those yeah. kind of well, people and. And, and as I say, to be fair, that's what this has been for me. I mean, since we started doing this over the quarantine, it's like this is the improv itch being scratched for me. Yeah. Because the whole RP at the end is every week someone new that was <laughs> just all right. How do they interact in this bar setting and what makes them different? Like, shit, we've had. Uh, what was it? The devil paladin I made almost get in a fight with your annoying ass French bartender to the point where he drew his sword all the way up to you fucking being a furball <laughs> that we found out during the RP was a colorblind vegan. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's what makes what it so What do you mean, fun. Louis annoying? Oh, God. It's just. He's the best. Uh, fan favorite. He's not. No one said that. No fan anywhere <laughs> has ever said that. <laughs> Jesus. Well, either way, that makes me excited for the character this week because I kind of already have an idea of like the voice and stuff I want to try and Ooh, do. Oh, nice. So, do you, want, do you want to get into that? I think so. We've bantered about long enough with this, right? Yeah. Just yeah. a boot? Yeah. Just a boot? We can go. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> well, then let's get to it. Hey, before we get to the character build this week, we just want to take this time to shout out our favorite patron, Impending Duff. Um, because of him, we're able to do so much. Um, it's really great. We're buying a new game this week to be able to play on our Twitch stream. So if you want to come check out and see the game that we will be playing, Nathan and I together, thanks to people like Impending Duff, come over to our Twitch stream and check it out. And if you would like to also be shouted out here, like the amazing Impending Duff, who also has his own Twitch stream where he paints minis, check out our patron at patron.com rngpc. Get involved at the correct level, and we will take time here to gloat all about you as well. All right, now let's, uh, let's get to the character. All right, Jake. So it's your week, correct? Correct. It is. I I uh, I did the things this week that we do before the show, where I bring things, and I didn't know what to do because our recording was thrown off this week, and it was on Sunday. So I kept telling myself I have plenty of time to do that. All of a sudden, <laughs> it's twelve thirty on Saturday, and I'm here a little drunk, like, oh god, I don't have anything for a character. Um, <laughs> but I then decided when I was kind of thinking about. What like this? We've done forty characters so far, and we've had forty yeah. episodes specifically building them. I was curious on like which ones we've done the least of so far. Like, okay, and so I wanted to try and focus on the statistically the least like uh, stuff we've brought. Right, so like we bring class, we bring the background, or we'll bring a, a race. And so I wanted to figure out not from background per se, but for class and race, which ones we had used the least, and start building uh-huh. from there. So, I want to ask you, what do you think, what classes do you think we have used the least? Oh, classes. Um, do you, if you want to pull up a list of all the classes, that, that might, might Yeah, help that'll well. definitely help. I'll you do D&D. D&D Beyond. 5e classes. This will definitely help me think. I think I can figure it out. I've got faith in our lack of... Uh... There's And what I will say, there is a few that are tied. 
Okay, I I imagine that. So I mean, I know for I know right out of the gate if we want to include Blood Hunter, we've only made one of those, like ninety percent confident we made one of those. Okay. Um, oh, so wait, wait hang, not, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, wait. So what I'll say is there are three that are tied for what we've made the least. So I would like three guesses from you of what classes. Okay, fighter, artificer, and blood hunter. Ooh, you got two out of the three. So fighter nice. and artificer, we've only made one of. Blood hunter, we've made two. Oh, because so made, then my next made... one would be my next guess would be sorry. Um, I gotta go with oh fuck. <laughs> uh, I'm really torn between ranger and wizard, but we've made I've made a ranger, you've made a ranger, and I think I know that for for sure. Ah, uh, shit. I don't know. Tell me. What's the third one? Cleric. Cleric. We have only made one artificer, one cleric, and one fighter in 40 ah. characters. Now, now, do you want to guess what one we've made? There's two classes that we have made the most of. We've made five of two classes. <laughs> Would you like to guess um, which, which two those are? Because one, I was like, yes. duh. The other one, completely surprised by. Uh, Warlock? Yep, correct. There's one. That's the one I was like, duh. Obviously. <laughs> Warlock. And monk, no ranger, druid, ranger. ranger. We've made five Ooh, well, rangers. rangers. We've made five different ranger classes or five Damn. different ranger characters. Yeah, I did not. I did not expect that, and I was also we surprised. Must, I think we really enjoy creating characters that have companions, and the ranger <laughs> just kind of fits into well, that. You know that that, and when I was looking through them, a few of them were mine, and I remember rolling and just getting ranger and being like, okay, I guess we're making another ranger. Um, gotcha. But, yeah. Because, I mean, I think even our last ranger was Birch, who was the, the, the tree warforged. That, again, I didn't come into that with a class. I just rolled on it and got ranger. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, for this week, what I decided I wanted to do then for classes, I want to choose from one of those three. Whether fighter, artificer, or cleric. So, those are the three I'm going to choose from. And then, okay. um, now, race-wise, there is one... I went through and counted all the races that we also have created... Which one do you think we've created the least from the common from common ones? Not like crazy ones like Kenku, Warforge, or Goblin or anything like that. You did a lot of research last night, huh? It was a lot of just making tallies while looking through our, <laughs> our, our, past, our past character infos, but yes. So who have we made the least out of just the common um, yeah. like eight races? What is there one, two? Three? No, there's 12. I think Nine. there's 12 races. There's 12 races? Of the, the common races? Yeah, here, I'll read through. I'll read through the ones, and, and so this is the ones I was including. These are the ones in the Player's Handbook, Basic Rule Set. Um, I'm counting Dragonborn, Dwarf, Elf, Gnome, Half-Elf, Halfling, Half-Orc, Human, Tiefling, and yeah, that was it. Those are the main ones. Okay. So is that nine? Yes. Okay, whatever. Nine. <laughs> okay. So, what you asked me which one do I think we've made the least? Correct. Uh, tiefling. Incorrect. We have made... Two tieflings. Okay, then my next guess would be a gnome. Correct. We have technically made no gnomes. Wasn't uh, Jay Black a gnome? Nope, he was a goblin. That was the character oh, you made goblin, last week. That's you right. I thought, I thought the one gnome we had made was your first character, Peter the Monk. However, when I went back and looked at it, bitch is a halfling. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, and so I was like, God damn it. We haven't made any gnomes? We're 40 in here and we haven't done... And so I, that's why I decided the race is going to be as a gnome. But now to counter that, what race do you think we have used the most? Human. Correct. We've made seven. We've made seven. <laughs> <laughs> how, far, how many half-orcs do we have? Uh, four. 
We have four half orcs, okay. which was okay. not even the second most one that we've made. Elf, we've made five. We've made uh, yeah. five elves. Um, well, they're beautiful. And, Can you blame us? But we have also the thing too is we've only made one half elf, which I was surprised by. I, I didn't. I thought we would because half elf was like one of the more most more commonly used races. I feel like in in D anD. D. But yeah, anyways, so that's where I was at when I was like, okay, cool. So the race I want to be gnome, and the class I'm going to choose between fighter, artificer, and cleric, and I'll get to how I want to decide that after I get to the last thing I wanted to bring. You can open the sheet now, if you would like. Um, okay. <laughs> I kept, I kept all this right. all hidden from Nate, because the answers were in there. Um, but oh, the, that's smart. the last thing I brought was I wanted to bring just something else, and I know we've brought an item a few times, so I decided to want to bring a motivation, because I was like, Okay, if I can bring something that's generic enough to cover any of these classes, and I've decided I wanted to roll on the background again, because I like doing that sometimes, <laughs> um, I wanted it to be generic enough to fit with any background. And so the motivation I kind of brought was gain enough wealth to buy back the family estate that was lost years ago in order to restore it to its former glory. So somebody nice. just needs money. They need money to get something back that the family once had is now gone. Yeah. So I think that... I that, can dig it. Yeah, it's generic. I always get a little stressed when I open up your character sheets and I see the word roll more than twice. (laughs) But I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And what I did is I built out a whole way to roll on the background. I even have it described in there. Um, So you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry too much. I got you. I'm going to take care of you today. (laughs) Okay, cool, cool. Um, So, yeah, to that point, what I decided also... Because uh, at one point, I was originally thinking, you know what? I'm just going to bring a fighter. I just want him to be a fighter. That's just what he's going to be. But when I realized I wanted to roll in the background, I was like, that could be kind of limiting. I was like, if I bring all mm-hmm. three and the background kind of fits better for one or the other, then we'll just lean into that one. So that, that kind of gives us another way to hopefully make this work a little bit better. So yeah. that's where I'm at. Um, that's what I brought. One of those three classes a gnome, and the motivation to just make money to get back family stuff. Gotcha. Pew, pew, pew. Finger guns. Doing finger guns. <laughs> um, well, sweet. So then, yeah. Um, where do you want to start, then? What do you want to do? I think... I like I th- it. By the way, I, I like where we're at. I like where we're at. Oh, good. Haven't lost you yet. That's... We're only, <laughs> what? We're about 20 minutes in? <laughs> Haven't lost you yet. <laughs> I'm here. I'm um, here for it. So what I would say is I want to roll in the background first, because that's a big, big part of all this. I, my question to you is, do you want to roll... So how I want to do this is, we know we use the site uh, D&D Wiki Backgrounds for a lot of this, and on there, they have six columns of, of backgrounds. However, I feel like I've often le- we've often left out the core, common, well-known backgrounds from the classic uh, uh, D&D uh, Wiki, like, or not Wiki, uh, D&D Beyond basic player handbook. Yeah. And there's two, there's two columns of those as well. So what I decided is, if we roll a d8, if we get a 1 to 2, those are the first two common backgrounds that are well-known by everybody. And if we get a 6 to 8, it'll be one of the columns from the... Uh, the wiki? The wiki, yes. The, the built-out built wiki. So, okay. do you want to roll that, or do you want to roll the specific one once we decide which column we're picking from? I... I'm going to roll... The, 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 the Pacific one. The Pacific one. Okay, you want that salty, salty, large ocean. All right, so then yes. I will roll a D8. All righty, where is my D8? Okay, so here we go. Let's see what I get to decide the column. I got a five, so that will be on the D&D wiki, which will be the made-up backgrounds. 
One, two, okay. three, four, five. So it's going to be this column here, which is P through S. Um, and then now, since this is a little bit longer, there's about 40 in each one of these columns. So what I wrote here is you roll a D4 and a D10. The D4 determines the tens place, and the D10 determines the ones place of this. So okay. roll that and let me know what you get. All right, so I'm going to roll my D4 first. I'm not going to roll at the same time. I'm going to make it okay. suspenseful. Ooh, ooh, yeah, drag it out. So D4 first. I can't see. I have to pick it up. I rolled a four. Jesus. Hang on. Let me count down to 40. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Riveting, isn't it? 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Scout is 30. 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. Okay. Now roll your d10. Well, what's, the, what's the one in the next row? Solid. Solid would be 49. You were born a healthy child, yeah. much healthier and stronger than what you would be expected in this time and era. So you're going to be a meaty-ass meaty gnome if you go that route. Slaver's feel, a little dark. I mean, we can do it. <laughs> I, f- I feel like... I, feel I think like that means... Like, if I'm being completely honest, your family estate was a fucking... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm drawing a blank on the bad Plantation. word. Plantation? Yep, that one. Ugh. That's oh. dirty. I don't think we... <laughs> we, ro- we roll the 49, and the 49 is solid, technically, right? I mean, these are our rules, and the best part about rules is you break them, right? Sure. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Let's go with solid. We're going with solid. Okay. Making an executive yeah, decision. That's good. It's I haven't showered today, and slavery made me feel even more dirty than I already <laughs> So. Well, I was just sitting here, too, like. The one thing I remember, but like the like, I did a lot of reading into gnomes and their backgrounds. Like they're super joy loving and happy and friendly and all this, and they're they're almost annoying with how much you know joy they exude. Slaver, <laughs> yeah, um, dude. Um, okay, like I, I would have been down to do slaver if you didn't bring that motivation that that <laughs> required real estate. Like it didn't. It doesn't have to. It just says estate, right? Restore. I know it doesn't have to, but. <laughs> I can't. We can't. I like how you're fine with the slaver part, unless there's land involved. Then, ooh. It's just because my, yeah, whatever. You're right. Okay. I mean, we're, it's fine. we're doing we're, solid. We're doing Moving solid. On. We got a solid-ass gnome coming at you. Yes. <laughs> uh, he's going to be a hefty gnome. If he curls up, he looks like a rock. <laughs> hefty, hefty, hefty. Okay. <laughs> uh, boom. There's that background. Put it in there for you. All right, cool. So let's uh, let's do a quick read through of this. Um, solid, like you said, you were born healthy. Yep, you grew up. You grew up ahead of your peers, being able to provide for your family in different ways with different tasks very early. This gave you a head start in the world as the experience accumulated gave you advantage and reputation in different ways. This allowed you to spend the time others did not have, picking up various skills and proficiencies. Due to the edge you had over your peers, you set out in the world much earlier than the average person. You are an adventurer who seeks more knowledge and skills to master. Dope. Nice. So you're, you gain a plus one ability. You gain plus one ability score increase of your choice between strength or constitution, athletic, acrobatics. Ooh, and the classic. You need it. Every, every background gives you it. <laughs> a musical instrument of your choice. <laughs> every single one does. <laughs> um, and then also you get one more language, which is nice. That is actually pretty dope. Um, Okay, musical instrument, chain. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, 
Ooh, then we have specializations. I think this is just fun to kind of figure out the back, like who he is a little bit more. Um, you rolled last, right? You rolled slaver for us. I mean, solid. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to roll the D6 then. So these specializations are wanderer, drifter, scholar, hermit, wise man in the woods, and guide. <laughs> Isn't that just a sage? Couldn't it just been Wise sage? man in the woods? Yeah, it could have been a sage, right? I don't know. Do you think Radagast is a sage? I mean, what, what's the definition of a sage? Let's see. Sage. <laughs> Isn't sage something you burn? Yeah, but like, meaning. It can be a person. Uh, oh. Person? Sage, what am I, person I, meaning? I, either of the two bushy North American plants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a sage is ancient Greek. In classical, in classical f- philosophy, is someone who has attained wisdom the term has been also used interchangeably with a good person or a virtuous person okay so i guess it's broad it's kind of broad so they wanted to be very specific you're a sage in the woods (laughs) um okay so i'm rolling a d6 because then yeah here we go i got a two which is drifter fun (laughs) so kind of works i guess we have a drifter solid gnome um you can precise, and then one of the features is you can precisely estimate the required work for any task involving involving physical labor. Um, That's kind of annoying, but also kind of cool. I don't, I don't know how that would ever really be used. In a, like, can you help me build this village? Look at it. No, nah, I don't got time. Yep. <laughs> gotta keep moving. Um, all right, cool. So then the next thing is personality trait. Um, I've not read through any of these, so I don't want you to get attached. I know you like to. Would you like to before you roll a d8? For the I just like to, yeah, it's fun for me. I like to, um, no, I don't like that one. <laughs> Great audio. This is, this is oh, I like number five. I'm putting five energy out there. All right. Well, we haven't we haven't landed one of these yet, so let's see. Let's see how you're doing. You, am I rolling it? You're rolling the D8, yeah? Because I just rolled the Sorry, D6. Sorry, I have to find my D8 in the dark. This is a, a I got it. All right. I rolled an eight. I will do anything for more knowledge. Ooh. Okay. I've, for for everyone at home, the, my five energy was, I live my life so the bards have songs to sing. I live to be a legend. <laughs> That's dope. That's pretty dope. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to roll the sweet, sweet ideal. Do you want to read all any right, of do them? It up. Okay. No. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, I want to I at least get the number here. you want one time. That's why I have you read it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. uh, none of these are kind of uh, two. I'm putting two energy out there. All right. No, I'm putting one energy out there. Well, it doesn't matter. Roll the three. Um, okay. Damn. Roll the solidarity. There is nothing that can't be done if we are united in our cause. Ooh. Oh, that's cute. Oof. This guy's gonna be annoying. <laughs> this guy's gonna be right up your alley. <laughs> Small, <laughs> lawful, <laughs> and solid. Yeah. <laughs> but how does that work for a drifter? If he's a drifter, why does he... <laughs> mm. He probably just thinks everyone else should be a drifter. Oh, we should all unite in our drifterness. Also, we don't have to die. So when I saw a drifter, my thought was that he became a drifter in search of trying to accomplish his goal. Like He wasn't yeah. always a drifter. Yeah. That makes but sense. But anyway, too. we'll get into that more. Yeah, that makes sense, too. I was going to say, I think he's just a big fan of Tokyo Drift specifically. Like He's like, yeah, the Fast and Furious movies are good, <laughs> but come on. Tokyo Drift is where it peaked, man. It did. That's That's what they're called. That's the fan base. The fan base of specifically Tokyo Drift are called Drifters. Are you being serious? (laughs) You can convince me of that. You know what? I started that as a joke, but as it went on, I think it's probably true. 
<laughs> I'm gonna say it's true. At least in the D in the in, in Podcastria, all the people that specifically love the Tokyo Drift movies are called drifters. <laughs> they specifically like Tokyo Drift more than any of the other Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> okay. All right. Roll the um I'm putting six energy out there. And I rolled a six, baby. Did you really? Yeah. Wow, it happened. First time. Anyone anyone that's here, anyone that's a part of this, there you go. We did it. We did it, everyone. Your six bond is I need to be the most educated adventurer alive. That almost implies that he'll kill people that are smarter than him. <laughs> you could take it that way. <laughs> oh, you're smart. Teach me everything you know, and then I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's um, your flaw, baby. Okay. Um, I... I'm use a keyleth dice. I'm going uh, two energy. Mm. All right. Don't fuck me, Kiki. Oh, I rolled a four. I'm sorry. Um, I almost... What? I am almost dangerously greedy. I think that kind of fits. That makes sense, though. That fits. That does fit really well, actually. Wow. Yeah. I mean, greedy in knowledge, greedy in money. Like... Yeah. Wow, I, was I mean, not, you've already, you've already, we've already established that your former family estate had glory, yeah. which you can safely assume means they were wealthy. Yeah. So the greed plays really well into that. Yeah, yeah. And then again, like the what is he has the what else is there? He's got. Uh, I need to be the most educated adventurer. As again, a greed of knowledge of some way. Uh, I will do anything for more knowledge, right? Like, I mean, that's yeah, that's all pretty. Pretty big, uh, greedy level, and with a lawful greedy person is interesting because I mean this could still be a lawful evil character. <laughs> yeah, we um, can create a villain. I, I thought about that. I mean, we haven't created a villain in a while. Um, I think technically you could say Birch could be a villain. He could be a very Terminator esque yeah. person. Like, hey, you find this random kid in the woods, and then all of a sudden there's a tree droid trying to capture and kill it. <laughs> like, he could easily be the villain in that. But that's a way you can play Birch. We haven't created, like, a, this person is bad since probably Halloween. You know, Halloween, we went, we went dark and made some bad characters, but... Yeah. That are only bad, you know? That's fair. That's fair. I agree with that. Um, okay, <laughs> so before we choose the class, I have... I think any one of these three could fit with these. I have one that I would like, and I will ultimately choose. I'm not going to roll on that. Um, but I think we should roll stats first, just to be the final okay. nail in the coffin. Uh to make sure we, we have a playable character. Sounds good. So I'm rolling strength? Yes, sir, Bob. All right. I rolled a four, a three, a three, and a one. Four, so that's three, ten. Three, one. Okay, so decent strength. Oh, fuck. You can give that a plus one if you want. Yeah, sorry. I, I went to type and I was in the wrong spot, so it didn't. Anyways, <laughs> I'm rolling decks. Here we go. Oh, I rolled a six six four one. So that's six. Nice, dude. Sixteen. Dang. Dice. I'm rolling con. Yeah, yeah. This is not good. A four, a four, a one, and a one. So nine. Nine con. He's supposed to be solid, Nate. I know. I what know. is? Make it this? a plus one. That ain't very solid. I mean, he's just solid from where he grew up. He could be big from his. I don't know. Whatever. We'll from his out. from his gnome home. Yeah. All right, intelligence. Uh, okay, this will do. Uh, I rolled a five, four, three, so that's a twelve intelligence and a one. The last one was one. Sorry, I just left it off because gotcha. it's the last one. <laughs> All right, wisdom. Wisdom. This is good. 
I rolled a six, a six, a four, and a three. Jeez, so another so 16. Six. Jeez, oh, Pete's. Damn it. I didn't want him to be a cleric. All right. Um, Charisma coming at you. Last one. Get your Charisma. Ooh, wow. Dude, I got Yahtzee. I got three fours. Or no, sorry. <laughs> I got I got four threes. I got four threes. So it's nine. Wow. It's nine. So not, not great Charisma. But... <laughs> Yeah, this character's got a lot of peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. Yep, yep. Okay, so wait. Let's let's look at... Uh, I just opened the gnome background. What does that give me? Intelligence increases by two. Dope. <laughs> Ooh, if we go with rock gnome, his constitution automatically goes up by one from that as well. Okay, okay. And so rock we can gnome... Get, uh, we can get constitution up to 11 at the highest. Yeah, and I think that's important. I think we need to get that con up. Um... Right, because we get the plus one from there, which I think goes on top of the intelligence increasing by two. Right? Is that what we've decided? So, like, with the subclass feature, it's not a replacement of the ability score. It's also... That's how, that's my interpretation of it. Okay. So then, for sure, with a Gnome, you get a plus two to intelligence. So let's put that down there. Plus two equals Making 14, 14 intelligence. Cool. Um... I was kind of leaning when I was looking at these towards a forest gnome because I feel like that was kind of more fun. But we don't need it for decks. We need the con. We we at least yeah. and rock gnome. God, maybe this person's an artificer. Um, okay, so let's go with rock gnome. Put the the plus one in con, and then with solid, a plus one ability score to your choice of strength or constitution. Um, yeah, I think we just put that in con as well. Okay, Arcana's 11. Alright, so let me look at the classes here. And I think, so, I was really leaning towards Fighter, and everything works for Fighter except for the, um, what's it called? These are not what I wanted. Sorry, I'm looking at the races instead of the classes. Uh, <laughs> view all. I really wanted a Fighter because I thought it would be funny to have a Gnome Fighter. Um, their primary abilities are Strength or Dex, and he does have a great Dex. Right, he's got 16 decks, which is just as high as wisdom. So, right now, let me go back to this. But then, where's Cleric? Cleric's up here. Uh, primary ability is wisdom, which is also super high. And then for Artificer, yep. primary ability is intelligence, which is a 14. And not bad. And the other reason I, I'm thinking, leaning towards Artificers, because Rock Gnomes have Artificer lore. They have a specific thing where whenever you make an intelligence check related to magical, alchemical, or techni- technological items, you can add your proficiency, add twice your proficiency bonus instead of any other proficiency bonuses you may apply. This means you're better at, at intelligence checks, as well as they get a, a thing called Tinkerer, where you have proficiency with Tinkerer's tools, and you can make little toys. So it doesn't matter yeah. what class you are in, you can make these specific little toy things. Prami was a rock gnome. Oh, was he? Yeah, before I became a human. Did you ever do any of this? Did you ever make these little clockwork toys? Nope. <laughs> well, I guess technically that would make sense, though, for Prami, right? Because he wasn't originally a rock gnome. He was just in that, when we first see him, he's a rock gnome. Yeah. So he wouldn't necessarily have, like, this training and understand all this tinkering. He just woke up inside a rock gnome body one day. Yeah, um, exactly. 
I mean, and, and none of these are crazy broken, right? You get a, a, a little toy that can move five feet on the ground each yeah. turn. Yeah, you're making like you're making noise. like Christmas presents for children, you know? Yeah, like, one's a fire starter. What what child doesn't love something that just be able to start fires under their bed? Um, I mean, duh. <laughs> one time, when, one time when I was a kid, I had a I had a rubber um, toy of the Page Master character horror. You Ooh, remember yeah. that, that movie? Yeah, dude, that movie was great. I decided one day I was going to stick his arm in a candle and see what happened. Oh, <laughs> I God, lit his arm on fire. <laughs> we do not condone so, this. If you are a child at home, please do not stick any of your toys in a candle. But watch Page Master. Yeah, ooh, definitely watch Page Master. If you've been watching, dude, how fun would it be to run a DM like a DM, like have a campaign that was Page Master inspired with like library, like the book and libraries and all that shit? That'd, that'd be, be sweet. That'd be the amazing. DM would just be the librarian too. It'd yeah. be so meta. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be here for it, dude. Let's um, kickstart it. <laughs> We're tra- trademarking right here, PageMaster Five E. Yeah, if, source any, book. if anyone else does it, you let us know, and then we're going to be yeah. on their ass suing them. Yeah. this is recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Timestamps, which we own none of the rights to any of the things that we're trying to trademark. But who cares? That's we don't. PageMaster's not Disney, right? We're we're pretty it safe if it's be. not Disney. I feel like at this point, Disney owns almost ninety percent of anything that's ever been animated at some point. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. They're really, uh, anyways. Anyways, look to the um, books. So, uh, what do you think of these three classes? Which one excites you the most with what we currently have? Um, I wish. I could say I was listening to your thought process. Cool. Great. Appreciate um, so, it. <laughs> so, um, so um, our, let me look at Artificer needs I – thought, I thought we were just going to go off what made the most sense. That's why I didn't, I didn't think you'd yeah. ask my opinion. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. I want you to be um, excited. Uh, so intelligence, uh, I mean – so, okay, you know what? I do like Artificer because I was thinking that the way – this family had their glory was maybe they were inventors and they invented something that ended up being bad you know sure. like maybe they invented oil drills and caused the bp oil spill and now they're we're out sorry. of business we're sorry you know we're sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you seen that south park episode or bit no there's That's, what they made fun of that, that yeah way. they made fun of it and said essentially the bp oil spill drilled so deep they op- they awakened cthulhu and so cthulhu <laughs> came out into the ocean and then bp had a series of ads apologizing for it and it's just their ceo laying on a bearskin rug being like we're sorry we're sorry please forgive us we're sorry and that's just- amazing that's <laughs> yeah. so good so um yeah. so i like artificer because i instantly had an idea for artificer yeah. Like they, the family invented something. Yeah. Um, what are what are our, what are our other options? God Ooh. damn! Say that five uh, times fast. Pronunciation. Um, fighter and cleric are the other two. Fighter, um, eh, meh. So initially, I was excited for fighter because of the size difference. I think it would be funny to have a small gnome. Which gnomes, again, uh, we I don't think we've gone into their physical description yet, but I think most people are somewhat familiar with like you know garden gnomes. But yeah. On average, they're about three to four feet tall and weigh like 40 pounds, and their size is small. Yeah. So I always thought it would just, I thought it would be funny to have a gnome fighter that just shows up like, yeah, but I can kick your ass, bro. <laughs> we, could, we, could, we could at the very least make this one like a medium size because it is solid. It's supposed sure. to be bigger than yes. the rest of them. And, and, but either way, I still think there's something funny about that. And then, and this is maybe something we just use later and go into, but I think I, think I want to make a fighter at some point because I don't think this is going to be 
this character, but um, four fighter. God, hang on, let me. Where's it? Classes. Uh, there's a new. <laughs> the the Tasha's thing you were talking about. Yes, the Tasha's thing, which is uh, a rune knight, and within yeah. it, this why I thought it would be great as well. Is one of the ruins you get an ability at third level? I think it is. Where is it? Uh, giant might. So at third level, you've learned how to imbue yourself with the might of giants. As a bonus action, you may magically gain the following benefits for a minute. If you are a smaller than large creature, you become large. Oh my god. <laughs> Along with anything you're wearing. And uh, if you lack the room to do it, you can't do it. So essentially, imagine a gnome just being able to do as a bonus action, hulk out. And essentially become this a large creature. So I was just like... That'd be a sweet barbarian combo. If you if you went fighter like a little bit of fighter barbarian, yeah, that'd be dope. Um, oh, but, I forgot. Duh, you can't. Yeah, you multi. Sorry, but um, but anyways, the thing too about Rune Knight is you're essentially you've discovered giant ruins and you, runes and you understand how to read them and you get magic from that. I think that'd be fun yeah. at some point, but I don't think that's where we're going here. I think artificer cleric can make sense if it's like this idea of trying to gain knowledge for the gods you could go the knowledge uh route but the the other cleric we made was literally a knowledge cleric yep so it sounds like we're going artificer yeah and i'm not mad about to answer that. to answer your question that's one that excites me the most so yeah I, I i agree um and i think for what we have right we have the idea of i will do anything for knowledge that's totally up the the, the way of artificer more so than uh, cleric or fighter and then there's nothing that can't be done if we don't unite for our cause not completely artificer but not not artificer um, yeah. bond I need to be the most educated eventual alive that sounds exactly like the inspiration behind an artificer class <laughs> um, and then flaw uh, I am almost dangerously greedy again not not artificer so like yeah I think all of that works. And to your point, I love the idea of their family was inventors in some way. And then something happened, whether they invented something bad or they invented something that blew up and they lost everything yeah. or so like, I think that would be fun to kind of play with. So sweet. Go on artificer. The one thing I would say now is like, <laughs> I want to look at the subclasses, uh, alchemist, armorer, artillerist, or, or battlesmith. I'm not as familiar with battlesmith. Armies require protection, and someone has to put those things back together if defenses fail. A combination of protector and medic. A battlesmith is an expert at defending others and repairing both material and personnel. Eh, so it's like a healing. What if, what if this character is an alchemist, and um, their last name's Johnson, and they created a medicine that causes nope. blood clots? Nope. It does not cause... We're not, we're, not, we're not propagating... That here, all right? It does not cause blood clots any more than other things that we already use on a daily basis. <laughs> Woof. I just wanted to see what you'd say. Oh, that's um, dangerous. <laughs> oh, that was oh, a good man. laugh. Thanks for that. Thanks for that reaction. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, so the Battlesmith and Artillerist, just by looking at them, I haven't read them, they sound like they're kind of one and the same. Maybe they're like a, a Tony Stark that created battle weapons that ended up like leveling a so, whole society yeah, and people that, weren't happy about it. That would be artillerist. So, and the thing with artillerist is they essentially, I think if I'm remembering correctly, you can get a gun. You make a gun, and so like, yeah. if if you want to be some sort of like gunslinger, artillerist, I believe, is the most uh, likely to go through. So, art, artillerist says. 
Uh, you specialize in using magic to hurl energy projectiles and explosions on a battlefield. The destructive power is valued by armies in the wars of many different worlds. And when war passes, some members of the specialization seek to build a more peaceful world by using their powers to fight the resurgence of strife. Um, yeah. The world, the world hopping gnome artificer Vi has been especially vocal about making things right. It's about time we fix things instead of blowing them all to hell. Um, you get an Eldra Cannon. You can do Cast Shield, Thunder Wave. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be a Gunslinger. Yeah, I don't know about that either. But So, um, so wait, let, let's do this then. So instead of trying to figure out the, the subclass first, what's a fun thing that the family was known for creating and then could have had that flip side? Like like a Tony Stark, right? Like, well, like oh, they're well-known and then they get disgraced because... like. That's the thing, because we can change artillerists to be more about uh, uh, warmongers, right, or, or, or yeah. war profiteers of some sort. So, like, what do we what do we want to say the family used to do, or I mean, whatever. Known for? Yeah, whatever it is, I like the idea of it being like a re, like there's a recall on it, you know, like yeah. like you know the brakes don't work in a Ford, so we're having a recall now that people have been hurt, like. Yeah. So maybe they created something that promised to offer some level of protection or do some level of destruction, but it backfired. It didn't work as well. Maybe they made a bunch of, like, just spitballing here. Maybe they made, like, some grenades that were supposed to have more explosive power and maybe a longer fuse so you can get away from it. But the fuse actually ended up being shorter for a, a batch <laughs> that they made. So it was, like, blowing up in people's faces or something like that, you know? Okay. Um, so so I like, that's kind of where my head's at. So, so and that does sound, though, kind of like some sort of weapons or war-aligned material, right? So, yeah. The, and, and I agree. I think I like that idea of they made something that wasn't supposed to be as dangerous as it is or something that was supposed to protect and ended up leading to death and destruction. So... To me, when thinking, okay, what background or what what a uh, subclass works with that best? It's not alchemist. It could no. be armorer, but it doesn't. Like I think artillerist works with that the best. Yeah, like maybe the Eldritch cannon like wasn't well, as structurally sound as they thought, and it blew up well, after that, a couple of fires. That, that, yeah, that that could be the thing. So Eldritch cannon is. Um, or is this an actual can- Oh yeah, this is essentially the gun. You said- so what if we just say that? What if this person worked for the family that eventually that made some form of firearms, but the reason they're not widely distributed throughout the world is because well, the ones they did first put out as their big invention and well-known thing killed the users. <laughs> they yeah. blew up in their faces and almost always. So when people see him having one, they're a- they're not it's new to them or they know it as like dangerous to the user more so than themselves because essentially yeah. Eldra cannon is a gun right so this is what it mm-hmm. says uh, also at third level you've learned how to create a magical cannon using wood carvers tools or smith tools you can take an action to magically create a small or tiny Eldra cannon uh in an un- unoccupied space uh on a horizontal surface within five feet of you oh wait no is it a cannon yeah a small Eldritch cannon occupies a space i thought this was more of a gun it's not it's more of a cannon <laughs> A tiny one can be held in one hand. You oh, can create a tiny Eldritch Cannon. Once you create a cannon, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest or until you expend a spell slot to create one. You can have only one cannon at a time, and you can't create one while your cannon is present. Um, the cannon is a magical object. Regardless of size, the cannon has an AC of 18 and a number of hit points equal to five times your artificer level. It is immune to poison. Okay, yeah, yeah. So people can destroy it. Yeah. So maybe the first batch 
didn't have a high AC or whatever, you know. Um, all that kind of minutia doesn't really matter right now. Yeah, yeah, correct. But, uh, yeah, it can be a cannon that they placed on the ground Ooh. and just, like, blew up after a couple of uses, or a tiny one that, like, blew people's hands off. And, and so as, something, you know? as I scroll down, and again, the classically just saved by reading more, um, there is an arcane firearm at 5th level. That's more of the one I was thinking 5th level, of. okay, gotcha. Yes. So you do get, and, and again, that's later on. We're not, that's not where the character is going to currently be. But I like the idea of they, they were experimenting with some sort of explosive cannon gun firearm of some sort that was like, nope, this is bad. This is You didn't do this good. This hurt way too many people. And even for war times, we don't like this. Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah. It hurts the user and does too much too much war damage to the yeah. target. And so what what could be fun, again, as a DM, looking at this, it's like, there's always... You, <laughs> I feel like I've come across people that are like, oh, I just want to have a gun. I want to have a gun in D&D. And it's like, okay, yeah. sure. But realize if you have a gun, that means the bad guys can have guns. <laughs> like, like, it can't just be you with a yeah. gun. And in a situation like this, where if we make them super deadly, to the point where, at least, on, on, like, he could be the person that's best with them because maybe he kept working on them after everything was shut down by the family they lost all their money and all of this he like excommunicated himself was like no we can figure this out we can do this and they're all like you need to stop (laughs) you need to stop trying to do these so he's made them better that's why he has ones that are more usable but yeah anyone else that exists in the world they're more dangerous and they're more like explosive than his so that's fun because for me, again, as a DM, cool. That means there's rogue elements out there that have super volatile weapons of his. Kind of Tony Stark-esque yeah. again. Yep. And then you can have like your party fight up against a big bad and this massive huge cannon shows up and he's like, oh my God, it's an ass blaster 3000. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but, but how cool does that become then? Because in that moment of combat, it now becomes not only fighting whatever you're fighting, it's diffusing that thing before it blows up, right? Yeah. <laughs> or in some yeah. way. Like, that's dope. Um, all right, cool. So that's what we're doing. He's an artillerist, and we're kind of figuring out, like, his family. I think they still exist, but I think they just live in squalor now. And they, they've kind of been sh- – no one will give them money to, like, put into their invest like uh, uh, inventions anymore. Um I think he probably has like a mom, dad, and like two sisters. Sure, just throwing that out there. But like they they all kind of exist and he left to go out into the world and try and like test this weapon more. And he knew he couldn't do it at home. He knew he and like I think he even tries to try and keep his name uh hidden. Or like at least his last name. Um, oh, he's got two names, is he? Oh, dude, you don't even know. Do you want to start? Do you want to start this now? I was gonna wait <laughs> no. till we got to the names later. Look, I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna read you. Th- you gonna learn today, okay? So no, ready? Don't. Uh, please, where is this? Hang on. Please hold. Um, oh my god. Gnome details. We should get out of the way now while I have patience. Here we go. Gnome names. Here's a whole specific thing in D and D Beyond. Gnomes love names, and most have <laughs> half a dozen or so. Gnomes' mothers, no. father, clan elder, aunts, and uncles each give a gnome give the gnome a name and various no. nicknames from just about everyone else that might or might not stick over time. Gnome names stop. are typically variants of the names of ancestors or distant relatives, though Ugh. some are plural uh, are purely new inventions. When dealing with humans, 
when dealing with humans and others who are quote unquote stuffy about names, Nathan, oh. a, a gnome learns to use no more than three names a personal name, a clan name, no. and a nickname. Choosing one no. in each category that's the most fun to say. Stop. <laughs> I'd rather be waterboarded. <laughs> I read that and I was like, God, how have I not made like 12 gnomes at this point? I was like, just been making gnomes for the names alone. God damn it. <laughs> so, only going to have the three names. Or not even three. Three? They're, okay, the personal name, clan name, and maybe a nickname. We don't necessarily need the nickname, but like the clan name is the one that we don't really Fine. use. And it's just the like, oh, that's those cannons. They're known as the like, Fine. whatever. Type things. We don't. We don't have to go into the name right now. But like, that's the name of the adventure thing. Is the clan name? Is what I would say. Fine. Um, okay. What Whatever. else? <laughs> <laughs> what else do we need? We know his motivation. He's out there trying to get some kind of money to. Have, uh, I think maybe. Okay. So that's it. So the wealth to buy back the family estate that was lost years ago in order to restore the former glory. He's he's perfected how these weapons work now, right? So the money he wants to get is enough money to start mass producing one specific type of, of gun. Like he has the yeah. schematics and like he now just needs the money to build the first one because then this is now fun. We meet him at level zero. He has the schematics. He can't build it to level five, right? Yeah. So like he's looking for, he's looking for backers. Yes, yes. And so he's, he's looking... He's posting on social media. Yep, constantly out there. He went to Kickstarter. No one no one paid attention. It was sad. Yep. He's got he's got a patron, and he's just like, please, please go to my Patreon. And like, <laughs> nothing. No, no one's doing exactly. anything for him. Um, <laughs> but I like this because what could also be fun <clears throat> here is what I would, at least if I'm the DM and try and play with is, I would show the amount of destruction that these weapons can do and really push this person to be like, is it worth it? Is it worth mass producing these and what the destruction you would bring to the world? Even if it brings your family glory back, even if like, sure. You're like, you'll eventually get to this point where that becomes the decision you have to make of like, and so I think maybe we start this person at lawful neutral in this place of like, okay, which way do you want to go? Cause you could be lawful evil. and like, I don't care about the destruction. I don't care about the, the, the overall pain it causes to the world. My family deserves to be back where yeah. we used to be. Or there's the lawful. Fuck them. Yeah, or there's a lawful good side of, you know what, maybe we just use this to help enforce, like, I don't know, like, fight against the big evils of the world, but we don't give these out to anybody. We don't just yeah. allow them to go anywhere. Um, so this that would is be a, this is a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a classic <laughs> Tony Stark, Captain America internal oh, battle. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One side's like, we need a suit of armor around the world, and the other side's like, that's Nazi Germany, and like, I'm not cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> um okay all right cool so that's yeah so he's got the schematics everything works he needs money to start building them and then mass producing them his mom and dad and sister still exist he left because he's like no this will work i'm gonna go out into the world and show you it will and he's like a drifter of some sort and he wants to continue to improve it and like that's where the knowledge comes from right he'll do anything to learn more he's maybe even going out to try and see the the what went wrong with the other cannon so maybe that's why he's going to big cities or places these wars and battles happened to try and learn what blew up about them to mm-hmm. just learn from it um he goes to va hospitals to talk to the injured that were injured by their his weapons sure sure yeah um real I mean, sad I, stuff then the, the idea there's nothing we can't can't be done if we are united in our cause yep we kind of have that already that's the captain america side um, yeah 
Bond, most educated adventure alive. Yep, yep. And dangerously greedy. Cool. I think we've hit on everything, bro. Yeah, this kind of came really fluid and really easy, which is a surprise for how much we've rolled on. Yeah. You know. I mean, imagine a slaver with guns. That would have been. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He'd have been a fighter, probably. Probably. Probably would have been. Def- or a cleric. Oh. Have been like... <laughs> imagine being like a, an evil cleric to like Tiamat or something. Uh, yeah. Oof. Maybe one day. Not today, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so I started would... writing down a little bit sure, of the backstory, which yep. is just like, you know, the family produces weapons of war, and they harm too many people and even harm the user, so their name got tarnished. Mm-hmm. Nice. This ties into what I wanted to go into next, the allies and organizations. I would say the organization is whatever the family, like, again, thing was kind of called. So I'm going to look at just some inspiration for the gnome like family names like, like what they called their business or what they what their last name was their last name was part of the business name right so clan okay. names you have like uh b-ren oh god Dar- darajel folk folkor garrick knuckle Murning. okay so just kind of oh we got timbers she- Sheppin, Sheppin. um so what if we just say i want something i want something with a c because i want it to be something c cannons right so it's like Oh yeah. Uh, um, what what about like uh, uh, Clark? Clark? No, Clark. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to make yeah. you. <laughs> it just just came out Clark. Um, yeah. What if we just did like you know Smith? <laughs> something really <laughs> out there. Something weird. Yeah. Um, what if it's? Uh, I wanted to say Caster. It's like caster cannons, but I feel like caster is almost like a, a spell caster. So what if it's like Callister? That's again still super generic. I want what are just weird. Isn't that isn't that um like Home Alone's last name? It's no, McCallister. It's like, it's like, M- McCallister. McCallister. So what if it's just like yeah. I'm just gonna write down letters and then we can sound it out. Oh my god, it's not gonna have an S in it though. Fuck you! I need a new keyboard. <laughs> Ooh, two S's. Croatia. Croass, Croass's cannons, Croass cannons. That's why you could have the ass blaster. <laughs> what if it's Croaster? Croaster, Croaster, Croaster. You put the ass and ass cannon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like Croaster. Okay, I'm not opposed to it, so I'm not going to argue. <laughs> um, okay, Cro-Aster. so Croaster cannons. Was the name of the family business? Um, bum, 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 bum. And so he doesn't want anyone to know he's a Croaster. Okay. <laughs> and then, since we're already here, just figure out the name. What if we just go with uh, Chris? What? Just keep the keep the C's rolling, Chris Croaster. We, I, I wasn't opposed to that, but it's not something Chris. They have weird names too. They have like Alvin, but spelt with a V Y. They have Body Knock, Body Knock, body Brock, knock. Brock, Bur, Burgel. Rock uh, your body, Body Knock. <laughs> um, what, what about it? What about what if it's? Uh, I don't know. So I'm trying to think of like something based off Calvin, but if, what if it's Calvin, Crolvin, 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 Cultvin, Cultvin. Kaltvin. Okay. That's really Russian. Yeah, no, I don't like... Uh, what was it? You said Krol- Krolvin. Sure. With a K. 
Oh, so but it's not all the C's then. We have Krolven. It sounds C though. It, it does, still has it, the it alliteration. Does. Yeah, Krolven Cat, Krolven Croaster, Croaster, Krolven Croaster, Krolven, Krolven Croaster. It does sound Russian. <laughs> it Krolven, does sound really Russian. Krolven Croaster. So <laughs> you gotta roll those R's. I don't. Okay, what if it's not an R? Uh, no, Krolven. Yeah, I don't love it either. I don't love it either. So what if it's? Uh... Ooh. Kaplan? Kaplan Craster. I'm down with Kaplan. And then you know what his nickname is? Cap. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I slipped. All right, let's just lean into it, baby. <laughs> well, that and like, you know, this is this is for for Papa Jeff. This is a <laughs> and it's never forget. Papa Jeff. Jeff Kaplan. Oh, is that his last name? Yeah. Of of Overwatch. <laughs> never would have known that. You didn't you don't know it. Oh my god. He's Papa Jeff. You're lucky I know his name's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Kaplan Cap Croaster. So it's Kaplan Croaster. Okay. From Croaster's Cannon, who created the <laughs> Ass Blaster 3000. Yep. Oh, we don't need this here. So let me, let me just copy that and then delete this so the name goes there. Ba-ba-bow. Look at you. Look at you. It's almost like I know how to work this word doc. For everyone at home, we're just copying and pasting stuff in a word doc together, back and forth, like we do. If you, I feel like you've, if you've been, you're this far, you, you know what we do with our random sheets over here, talking about stuff you can't see. Um, What's their alignment? You said they start off. I think lawful. What do they neutral. start off with? Lawful neutral. Lawful neutral, but it can go either way. Yeah. Uh, could go bad. Could go good. I want, so Got I'm it. looking at lawful neutral explanation. A lawful neutral character acts as law, tradition, or personal co- code dictates her. Order and organization are paramount to her. She may believe in personal order and live by a code or standard, or she may believe in order for all and favor a strong organized government. Cool. Makes sense. Cool. I, I don't think that's too far off from... Uh, lawful no. neutral is the best alignment you can be because it means you are reliable and honorable without being a zealot. <laughs> well, we, we'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> we will see. We will see about that. Um, um, do you know how old they might be when we meet them? So that's the other thing. Gnomes can be freaking real, real old. Like, um, let's see. Let's go to where's age, appearance, seeing the world. Oh gosh, dang it. They they live a couple centuries. They they live four to five hundred years, I believe. Gross. Um, sorry, let me just age. Okay, you gnomes gnome, gnomes mature at the same rate as humans do, and most uh, are expected to settle down into an adult life around age forty, and they can live three hundred and fifty to almost five hundred years. So yeah, I would that's a say huge gap. Like what's the three fifties like smoke too much and they die early and if you're healthy it's five hundred like a hundred fifty year difference is huge. I mean to us as mere humans, yeah, sure. Yeah, but a twenty year difference is like real life humans. It's not too outrageous. Yeah. Eighty um, to a hundred. I don't know. Whatever. I think I think I want to say he's in his late forties. So like he's an adult. His parents are probably in their going into their third century of some sort. Um, so they're getting up there and he's, he's in his late forties. So he's been an adult. And I think it was probably in his twenties when all the stuff with the guns happened. So like he was 
around. He knew what was going on, and he was like in awe of them. And, it, and then he became obsessed and tried to work on having a schematic for it of some sort. So he's in his late forties. He's he's an adult, um, and yeah, I think he has maybe he has two. Maybe his sisters are older too, so they're like in their just peaking their first century, and they maybe have their own families as well. That that'll leave up to the. We don't need to go fully into that. That can be up to the person. But that would make sense if they're older, because then this. A younger child syndrome could be yeah. like I was trying to impress exactly. my parents, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so. that's and, and that's that's where I'm kind of feeling. So he has the two older sisters, and, I, and I'm just trying. I mean, like, if we want them to also have families, because that could be an interesting aspect. Like, he has a huge family, right? He's got his yeah. parents. He's got two sisters that also have a family and have their kids that are now growing up. And he's decided, I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm going yeah. to save the family name. You guys are here. What are you doing to save it? Nothing. And they're like, we're building a life. We've given up on being rich <laughs> and like that was yeah. a thing and it was a mistake and we're not happy about it like you know it's it's a move on past it and he's like no i remember i remember what it was like we need it back <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i need my person to feed me grapes again <laughs> um and that would be fun i think again as a dm i would play with that the family being like why why is this what you're trying to do we don't need th- there was this like a mistake like i'm imagining a father-son moment that's really like him being like stop what is the best case of this? You get money and then you start making these weapons again that kill hundreds and thousands of people? No. Yeah. Like, yeah, that'd be fun. I get honor, Dad. Something <laughs> you lost. Oh, Cap, Ooh. no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. Okay. I'm liking this. I'm liking Parent this. relationships. Yeah. Why do they have to be so complicated? <laughs> hey, Dad, are you proud of me? Oh, no. What's the simple plan? Oh, yeah. It's hey, like, oh, hey, God. Dad. Oh, what's look, the melody? Hey, hey, Dad, look at me now. Are you happy? Fucking. No, it's not that. Think back and talk to me. Simple plan, Dad song. Oh, it's called Perfect. It's hey, perfect. Hey, Dad, yeah. look at me. Think back and talk to me. Did yeah. I grow up according to According to plan. 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 Good Charlotte's got it. Good Charlotte has dad issues too. They got a bunch of songs about their dad. I'm, I'm pretty sure you could look at anyone in that genre of music and say they have some. I'll say parental at least, if not specifically, dad issues. I don't think Blink has any parent issues. I mean, they wrote "Stay Together" for the kids, but I don't think any of them had like ugly parent lives. If I was gonna guess one, it'd probably be Tom. That might. Have, but well, yeah, Tom know. started drinking at like 12. Yeah, which why, <laughs> dad? Punk rock, dude. <laughs> That just makes me think of the uh, first date song with them on their is the eighty or seventies where it's like the wigs and there's the vans and it's yes. all like the, and he's just like what the fuck like that gif yeah. <laughs> that gif is so good. Um, <laughs> one last little <laughs> I'm going on this tangent for too long. One of my favorite Blink One Eighty Two stories is about Tom specifically. Oh okay, and um, he, him and all of his like loser punk rock outcast mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. Voted him prom king in high school yeah. and beat out like the preppy kids, and he, <laughs> I think that's hilarious. It's amazing. If anything, you know what that does? That gets back to Kaplan's idea. Okay, okay. You know, okay. There is nothing that can't be done if we united in our cause. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> Stick it to the preppies. Yeah, fuck yeah. them. <laughs> Especially since I think high school was way more clickish back then than it is now. Like oh, it's yeah. still portrayed that way in the media, but like yeah. I did not feel that high school was very clickish in real life but anyway no but uh okay so i I think the last thing last thing is kind of just appearance um oh yeah what it looked like i mean i would say so he's saying long black hair say yed instead of head (laughs) no (laughs) 
specifically says he had. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's solid, right? So the, their average yeah. height is four feet tall on the high end. So if we want to say he's like four and a half, maybe people confuse him for like a, a halfling or a dwarf yeah, sometimes. Ma- and he's like, no, make I'm him like four, no, four, eight, four, nine or something. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's, I'm gonna say he's uh, I'd say four or five, four or five. Okay, four or five. Um, I'd they, say they got to weigh a little more too. Yeah, weigh about sixty pounds. So he's got some heft. Yep. Yep. Um, oh, and to the point too of solid, like being able to do early tasks early on. I think he was helping build these cannons in his twenties. Like he was a part of the people yeah. originally working on them in like the factory. He wanted to be in the nitty gritty of it, probably. Um, and because he was so Maybe. big and strong. Ooh. Yeah. Go ahead. Yep. Maybe he didn't. Maybe okay. So I think he wanted to. I think he was excited about it. But I also think there was a level of him being forced to because he's the only son. That too, right? He's got and, two sisters. And, and now imagine the dad feeling bad for forcing him so much down that path and realizing his mistakes later on and being like, "I built you into Gross. this, and I'm sorry." Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> like so, so complex. Yeah, oh, layers. And see, everyone always wants to build a character. It's like, oh, the family's dead. No, there's. Growth there. There's development. It's even, <laughs> yeah, it's harder when your dad resents the choices he made you make. Oh, oh. That's meat. That's content. Oh, that's, I just want to. That's content. I just want to cry like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to call my dad and tell him I hate him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just want to. Actually, today's my dad's birthday. I didn't, I'm just oh, happy birthday, yeah. Jake's dad. I'll have to, I'm going to call him after this. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to call him and start crying. It's like, no, it's, it's fine. Hey, it's dad, fine. look at me now. <laughs> Think back and just talk to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a rooftop. It's raining, and I'm singing into a, a song. He's like, "Why are you being?" We so got a drum set up here somehow. I don't know how. <laughs> what are they on a bridge? Isn't he sitting on a bridge too? At some point? Nope. That's a different crybaby simple plan song. <laughs> dude, dude, <laughs> we're doing tangents on punk boy punk bands. I remember the la- I think one of the last warp tours I went to. I'm what like 19 8 or 20 or some shit and simple plans there and part of me is like i have to see their set specifically and i remember you giving me shit i'm like i don't think you understand that any inner 11 year old me would be so upset with me if i didn't go and at least watch this and i stood there and i was like yep my inner child needed this <laughs> like, I, I didn't i didn't mosh i didn't engage i just stood all the way in the back and i was like i needed this <laughs> <laughs> The bridge song, by the way, is Welcome to My Life. Oh, yes. I, I know the melody to that song. It's <laughs> a good one. Uh, okay. Um, dope. I like that he was forced to work in there to build that stuff, and now the dad's upset about it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to write that down in backstory. Oh, you are too. Okay. I was, yeah, I was about to, yeah. We have Ford 4. In there. <laughs> Ford 4. <laughs> we both started typing the same thing. Um, I'll, I'm gonna think about appearance. So appearance. Burr, burr, burr. Um, where is the bright burrows? Delighted dedication, vibrant expressions. Uh, gnomes' energy and enthusiasm for living shines through every inch of their tiny bodies. Um, I want physically what they look like. Um, I think they can, well, look at some... Oh, here we go. Oh, damn it. I was just going to say, rock gnomes, as a rock gnome, you have natural uh, inventiveness and a hardiness beyond that of other gnomes. Most gnomes in the world of D&D are rock gnomes, including tinkering gnomes in, drag- in the Dragonlance setting. That's not what I wanted at all. Um, 
Sprite Burrows. I know I read it somewhere. This is about pranks. Gnomes' personalities and writ large is in his or her appearance. Oh, uh, a male gnome's beard, in contrast to his other wild hair, is kept carefully trimmed, uh, but often styled into curious forks or neat points. Do we want to just give him the Tony Stark? Oh, <laughs> the like the the, the gap in the chin, cheek, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the like nice little kind of <laughs> like. Here, let me just look up. Uh, I, I feel like or I know you it. know what we can do? Since I just watched Hunger Games the other day, yes. In the first move, in the first movie, the gamekeeper before he had, he's forced to eat the poisonous berries, he had little flames come off the ends of his. Oh yeah, uh, beard by his cheeks. So I like that. So I think it's a Tony Stark that goes into that. So the part that comes out. So he's got the mustache with a little gap, the goatee, and then like kind of the like the chin strap. But the chin strap doesn't go all the way up. It kind of it 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 it, it spins into some kind of like flames or like 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 little points uh, of some sort. Ooh, like, ma- like 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 you're saying that point that would normally connect his mustache is instead in like a flame instead of a straight point. It could be there. Well, the one I was looking at has what this- is that? What is that? <laughs> this. No, the Iron Man three one yeah. you clicked on. I'm, I'm yeah. watching on stream, so I'm delayed. I know that. <laughs> it's it's a great crossover poster where someone put Tony Stark's face on Gwyneth Paltrow on the Iron oh Man three God. movie. This is the perfect description of this movie. I did not like Iron Man three. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. That's a different whole other podcast episode. It is. That's a that's a whole other. Um, welcome to Marvel talk. Um, but anyway, did you agree with what I said? That yes, point, yeah. Christian strap is a flame. Yeah, 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 right here. The that part there, not not so much the gotcha. part that goes up the jawline, but the part that goes up towards the the mustache. The mustache, yeah, gotcha, cool. So, yeah, and then the rest of his hair, I think, is is it darker? I think he does he dye his hair because I think their hair is usually their tan or brown faces are usually adorned with broad smiles beneath their prodigious noses, prodigious, prodigious noses, prodigious. I think it's. I don't. I don't. I feel like I'm almost mispronouncing it and making it offensive. Um, and their bright eyes shine with excitement. Their fair hair has a tendency to stick out in every direction. So I think. Okay, so, so they've got Guy Ferrari hair. Yeah. So I think it's darker, but it goes to like a like it's like a, a crazy kind of Iron Man, but then like is. I think he tries to dye it. I think he tries to make it blacker so he doesn't look as much like a uh, 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 a caraster. <laughs> so like I think it's darker and I think he dyes the the beard hair black <laughs> as well as his hair. Okay. So he's got dark dark uh tips and lighter roots. Does that make sense? Sure. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um but I think I think he carries himself and is constantly adorned with nice looking armor and like well-kept um leather like uh, uh satchel of a sort that he has all of his sketches and notebooks in. Um, he has glasses that he doesn't need. <laughs> gotcha. We've done that before. Yep. <laughs> it's the classic. I think I'm cool and smart. <laughs> yes. As we both sit here wearing glasses that we kind of need. <laughs> I mean, I, if I wasn't wearing contact, I need glasses. Oh, that's fair. But... You are more blind than me. Um, yes. But currently the glasses on my face are not helping me see because I'm wearing contacts. Yeah, well, they're they're blue blockers. I wear wear blue blockers as well. If anyone would like, any blue blockers out there would like to sponsor our podcast, we would gladly wear your glasses and talk about them here in adverts. I love my blue light glasses, so maybe one day. That'd be sweet. I do appreciate mine as well. Um, Mine are better. Fine. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, a gnome's clothing, though usually made in modest earth tones, is elaborately decorated with embroidered embossings and gleaming, gleaming jewels. That's the thing, too, is they have a thing for, like, gems and jewels. So I think he maybe has one nice big ring. It's the last thing that his family, like, you know, like, had. One, the one thing they didn't have to pawn. Maybe it's like it's like a uh, yeah the one thing they didn't have to pawn and he and he took out there because his family was like you're gonna need money on the road like they're they're like fine you know go out and adventure we all have that at some point but you know like here take this is the last last of us <laughs> this is the last of yeah. what we have from that time period and like he keeps it but I think he keeps it hidden maybe it's like because again that would be like a big like ooh wow this is the craster like that's the craster mm-hmm. you know symbol crest ooh the craster craster crest um cool nice i'm liking this i think we're done sweet i could go into it more but i feel like we're good we're 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 right no, around we're in a good 20 so yeah yeah this is a good good spot to be i think so we got kaplan cap caraster <laughs> john me to recap i don't think we did that oh, at all yeah, we, we never recap. recap. We, just, we just kept rolling that's because it was flowing so good it was just it was just free flowing over here it was, it was like normally i like to recap Normally, I like to recap when I start getting confused. I never got confused during this one, so. Dude, it's like we know what we're doing. It's like we're getting better yeah. at this. Oh, man. Only took 40 characters. Only took 40, yeah. All right, so I'll recap. Recap cap. So, um, Jake brought three things to the table today. He brought uh, three classes that he was torn between because his motivation for creating this character was to create things that we have used the least. So, out of the classes, we had Artificer, Fighter, and Cleric, um, which we ended up landing on Artificer, mm-hmm. with um, the Artillerist subclass. Race, we, 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 he brought Gnome, and then he brought a Motivation, just to spice things up a little bit. Gain enough wealth to buy back the family estate that was lost years ago in order to restore it to its former glory. I liked that. So, next, we rolled on a background with a, with a system that ended up... Uh, um, ended up with us landing on solid um, and they're also a drifter which is a fun little characterization within the solid background and then we rolled in the personality trait and all that good stuff we got personality traits i will do anything for more knowledge ideal is solidarity there is nothing that can't be done if we are united in our cause lawful alignment bond i need to be the most educated adventurer alive flaw i am almost dangerously greedy Stats, we got a strength of 10, dex, 16. Con, we rolled a 9, but we got two plus 1s to that, so that equals 11. Uh, Intelligence gets a plus 2, so that came out with 14. Wisdom, 16. Charisma, 9. And then the background, all that good stuff that you'll have to listen to. For some reason, you ended up right here for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. Uh, We landed on the name of Kaplan Crowaster with a nickname Cap. And, uh, yeah, I think that's the only other thing I'd add to it. Yeah. Um, the one thing I wanted to check again, uh, Artificer's main thing is intelligence, though, right? So he's, yes, main thing is intelligence. But that's still fine. Fourteen's fine in that. Yeah, um, it's not broken or anything or too bad. Yeah. And then I like that his charisma is nine. So, like, again, he's just kind of not great to be around. <laughs> but, like, it's fine. <laughs> but, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, I think that's good. Um, anything else you want to add before we uh, get to role-playing? No, dude. I think I'm ready. All right. Hey everyone, Terrence here. Oh, uh, the camera's over there? That's the cue card? Oh, got it, got it. Well, uh, hey, 
I'm the owner of the CD Tavern located in Podcastria, where literally anyone can come in and ruin all of our stuff, and we'll just hopefully pay to upgrade it and to get new stairs and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, everyone's welcome, and we have big parties, and Halloween's a really spooky time for us. And, you know, um, we've got six rooms. They fit all shapes and sizes. We can we can accommodate Goliaths. We can accommodate gnomes. We can accommodate, you know, we're, we're pet-friendly, depending on whether or not... Um, it's a big bird. We had a big bird one time that Barry got really upset by. But anyway, um, so yeah, the CD Tavern, located in the heart of Podcastria. Cheap rates, good food, and even better times. Check it out. All right. So we find ourselves once again within the grand world of Podcastria. Outside of the seedy tavern, where there is a small, well, actually, in comparison, a rather big gnome. Small to, you know, humans and the like, but to other gnomes, you could say they're quite solid. Just beefy gnomes. Um, it's uh, midday in Podcastria. It's relatively busy in uh, within the CG Tavern. Nothing too crazy, though. And uh, there is a half-orc behind the bar, uh, you know, just loving his job and loving life, being real happy, talking to the patrons, laughing it up. And uh, this gnome walks in to the CD Tavern and... Uh, there's some light fixtures up about, you know, they look kind of nice, kind of newer. Um, there's a mechanical uh, stage that has a staircase that folds into it. Um, so he kind he notices that a little bit, um, notices the weird like construction in the area and sees that the legs are currently down, but from a distance can only be like, I think those fold. That's kind of neat. Um, and yeah, so what does Cap... Kaplan Croaster do when they enter the CD Tavern. Uh, Kaplan kind of looks around, and again, he he's somebody that when he walks into a room, he does instantly investigate every aspect of it, seeing who's here and what he can maybe discern from this area that he doesn't understand already. Uh, constantly looking for new ways to be educated. Um, so after kind of doing a once-over glance of the the place and seeing. What, well, what's going on? He just makes his way uh, up to the bar and climbs up uh, onto one of the stools and kind of sits down and uh, waves over to the half-orc behind there and goes, <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, good sir. Uh, I would like something to eat. The half-orc comes over and goes, Oh, well, I'm assuming uh, you would like some potatoes since you're, you know, that's typically the choice of halflings. I don't even know where to begin on how potentially offensive that is. I'm actually... Offensive? I'm a gnome. And to assume what someone oh. wants to eat based off of what their race is, good sir, I do not believe that would be wise, especially in a city so diverse as Podgastria. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm no usually offense. right. Well, I... I... I'm sorry, have, I think. I... Your apology is accepted. No quarrel here. I was just simply uh, uh, relating how that might not be the best case to go about just 
assuming what people are. Like, I assume you are some form of half-orc, if that's correct? That is correct. However, I'm assuming your mother or father, if I went up to them, whichever one was the orc, and then decided, oh, you must be a human, they would not be happy about it. I mean, orcs are usually a different tense than humans. Yes, no, where it would be something, a mix-up, of course, that would not be... Nevertheless, it's a lesson that won't be learned here today. Okay. Oh, you know what Uh, I should have noticed? I should have noticed that you're wearing shoes. That would give it away. Again, very offensive. I feel like to assume that halflings aren't wearing... Obviously, yes, some of them do. You know what? Potatoes sound great. I knew it. (laughs) What's your name? Uh, the name's Kaplan. Uh, you can call me Cap. Uh, what's yours? Ah, Cap. <laughs> Welcome to the CD Tavern. My uh, name is Bartender. First name Bar, last name Tender. Well, uh, that go ahead and answers a lot of other questions about why you're making assumptions the way you are. All right. Um, is there any sort of meat, Mister Tender, that could go along uh, with these potatoes? Yes. We've got hey. some. We got a shipment of elk in yesterday. If that's what's the, currently the hottest, I'll take it. Uh, and then, it, whenever you get the chance to have some ale, uh, that would also be greatly appreciated. You want some ale? What kind of ale? I don't. It does not matter. Whatever. Uh, he just points at the closest little uh, beer tap that says, like, oh, "Whatever one that is, right there. That'd be great." Bar. Okay. I'll get that first, because Darren said drinks are quick, so you give the quick first, and you do the long after. Yep, yep. No, I don't need to be having an explanation of everything it is you're doing, good sir. I I do appreciate, though, the expedience of which you're going about it, I I guess. Expedience? You're you're doing it quickly. It's something that's being done with urgency. Well, I'm very good at my job. I take a lot of pride in it. I can tell you've taken the name of it yourself. Well, we all do. Where I'm from. Ah, uh, you're from, is it Auckland? Yep. How'd you I've know? I've heard of it. Oh, I've read a few books or two about it, and uh, it's a literally very self-explanatory place. Everyone's so so happy there. Let's just name it oh. Happy Land. Oh, well, I don't know. How, how old are you? You know, I really don't believe in age, but if I had to put a number on it... Ah, yeah, that's how age works, usually. Uh, I'd say, uh, 42. Oh, all right, so you were probably born right in the era after. They they uh, had a little Fuck. bit of an incursion uh, with uh, the neighboring orc tribe that wasn't as uh, friendly into... Uh, Naming things as they are because they did not think it was strategic for the buildings and places that were where uh, the meat and defenses and all of that were kept being so clearly labeled exactly what they are and the general being called General Orkman. They, everyone knew who... Nevertheless, they won, and so that's just what it was called, but it wasn't always so happy there. There was a combination, and well, when it comes to Orc and... and those types of tribes getting involved with one another, uh, combining, and uh, it's more of conquering and taking over. You know, I don't mean to be rude, but I stopped listening to you about a minute ago. Ah, no, yeah, that doesn't make sense. How is the ale coming? I don't know, you kept talking to me. Do you want me to become first name ale, last name poor for you? 
I would love to watch that transformation happen right before my eyes. <laughs> oh, I can make it cool. Or, 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 or starts walking over to the ale like a robot. He's oh. like, a robot came in here the other day. Mary told me about it. He was like, I will what? give you an ale. And then he he grabs a cup what? and fills it up with, uh, with an ale and sets it down on the counter and goes, and then you said you wanted uh, some elk and potatoes, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, and, and did you interact with this, uh, what you call the robot? No, but Mary did, and Mary was real upset about it. Um, and I am a perfect, uh, first name, shoulder, last name to cry on, and so she told me all about oh. it. Oh, is that the hyphenation situation there with the, the cry on? Yes. Hmm. So advanced. Your mother must have been two, and your father cry on. You lost me. Anyway, okay. Mary, um, she told me all about this robot that came in. A real weird situation, apparently. I wish I was here, but I wasn't. How, how was he built? Or is Mary here? Uh, Mary's off today. Oh. Louis Mary- here. I, I, only if he knows something more about this robot figure. Or perhaps I noticed up on the stage an uh, uh, interesting contraption done with those... Uh, I, I I don't mean to make assumptions here. I don't think you were involved in, in creating or, or commissioning any of that, were you? Oh, no, I wasn't. But uh, there's a, a, a blacksmith in town who has a, a new apprentice that uh, can create really cool stuff like that. Interesting. So those mechanisms and up there, that the apprentice did that. Not even the blacksmith himself. Yeah, apparently, according to Terrence and... Oh, actually, no, wait a minute. According to Barry and Trevor, she's cute. No, that was just Trevor that said she's cute. Barry said that she built that against her master's will. The blacksmith was like, we're not being paid to do that, uh, so don't do that. But she did that anyway. Oh, intriguing. Uh, Do you remember the name of this blacksmith, eh? I mean, there's only one in town, so... That one. Oh, that makes it easier, then. I will have to uh, check that out. Uh, yes, feel, feel free to run along and put in my, my food order and become a uh, uh, first name, wait, last name, Tor? Huh? Am I, I don't think you. Game? I don't think you get it. No? Is my, I apologize. Maybe it's just the one name, like a seal. You just become waiter. Or like Beyonce. Are you familiar no. with that? There's always two names, and I'm familiar oh, with the Queen Bay. Trust me. <laughs> oh! I did not realize that she had been escalated to such high of royalty. She must have oh, officially she, taken do, over the, the city You haven't of, heard? You haven't heard? I haven't. She I've runs the traveling. world. Oh. Oh. Well, that, and you know what? I'm not surprised. From all I heard about Queen, now Queen Beyonce, uh, it would make sense that she would be the type that would be uh, able to do something along I mean, apparently, those lines. Apparently her mother's really cool, too, because when she sings, she goes, We run this mother, mother. We run this mother, oh. mother. She is, so, she is quite the powerful bard. So uh, that, again, would make sense that uh, some form of... Li- again, the food, though, uh, I've been walking a very long time today. To, oh, where to from? Well, kind of all, all, all about. Uh, I've just been traveling around to some of the larger cities here in the area. I just came from Nightshaven, uh, just about the two days over to the west. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but uh, I was just looking there at some of the barracks that were left after some of the 
the latest in... None of this matters to you. I see your eyes glazed over already. Again, why do you ask? Oh, because parents told me it's polite to make conversation. Ah, well, did they also tell you that conversation's a two-way street here? Good, uh, are you still currently tender, bar, or...? I am usually always bartender. And I'm not in a street, I'm in a bar. There's no carriages are coming by. What? Oh, I said two-way... You know what, um... I feel like currently you're on the verge of evolving into a new thing. First name Khan, last name Fused. I think it might just be best if we just move along with the interaction for the elk and potatoes good bar. I don't think you understand how the naming okay, thing works. I don't. I don't. And honestly, I think that's going to be okay. I just need the food. Okay. Thank you. I see that I've upset you, and Taryn said that I should stop doing that, and I, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's not that I... You, you know what? Yes, fine. If that gets you to go do what it is, then fine. Yes, I'm upset. If you would like, there's better conversation to be found just in the bar with people. I, they, say I, that a, they say that a communal bar is a happy bar. Uh, you know what? Maybe I will go... And interact with one of them after I've had my fill of food. I probably will be staying here for the evening as well. So perhaps then I will uh, interact and walk around and talk to some of the nice people here. And maybe even go into the blacksmithy. But again, I'm just so tired right now. Okay. Well, one last thing, I think. Um, Sure. You go by Cap? Cap works? uh, Kaplan or Cap Kaplan or Kaplan the Cappy Cap? Just whatever... Whatever well, I told I told you my full name, and it's proper where I come from to tell me your full name. So, what's your last name? Uh, wh- why? Okay, because it's proper. <sighs> will you get my? I'll food get in. If I'll, I will. I'll get in close. So it's a secret. You don't. I, I, I start don't, leaning closer to you. You can tell it's me. Not, it's not. Your last I, don't, name. I don't need it to be a secret. It's fine. I know some. I know some people are weird about okay, middle names, okay. but if you're weird about last names, you can just tell me. I, uh, my, my middle name. I'm not even going to go into all the different names I potentially go by back home because again, but as far as the, the world here is con- concerned, I am Kelvin Carley. That sounds like a lie. I'm sorry, Kaplan Carley. Kelvin's one of the middle names as well. Part of the. It's a weird interaction depending on which part of the city I'm in. It's that's what it goes by. I go by Kaplan Carly. That sounds like a girl's name. Carly? It's a it's a family name. That sounds my mother's sounds like a lie. My mother's name is Carly and that's the name that I was given then to be the family name. So first names become last names where you're from? Oh, they can, yes. Much like how yours come from what activity that you are doing. I do you want me to hurt your brain with this? I don't want to. I don't want to continue to confuse you here, sir. Hmm. Okay. Thanks, Carly. Kaplan, Cap Carly. Sure. Any... I'll go put in your order. I appreciate it, good sir. Barry, you are a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> Bartender walks over to the back kitchen and goes, Louie, what? I need a... Looks back at you. Oh, elk uh, and elk. potatoes! Yeah, elk and elk. potatoes! Elk and potatoes. Oh. Okay. Oh, sweet Ion. Does uh, 
Does Cap do anything else? He just kind of sips on the ale that is in front of him for right now, just kind of breathing. He pulls out his sketchbook at some point and from a distance starts sketching the stage and just kind of like jotting things down in, in his notebook for right now. He's he's drained from a lot of this interaction and a very long day of getting in here into town. <laughs> And scene? Question mark. And scene. And scene. <laughs> I really, really wanted you to tell bartender your last name so that I could role play like looking away from you with like eyes wide open and then be like, <laughs> I don't recognize that name. <laughs> <laughs> I I figured you wanted to do something with it, but again, it was someone that is like that's part of their shtick, and like he was able to not completely lie there and just be like, yeah. I also go by Carly, my mother's name sometimes. Like, like, and especially with what we talked about for gnomes having all the different names. That's so. true. You made the right choice for the character, <laughs> but the wrong yes. choice for my comedic improv. I, I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, that was fun. Like, the more I was like sinking into it, the more I was like, oh. I, I I know we say this every fucking time almost, but like I would play the shit out of this. I don't even know what the like because I don't know what the battle aspect of it would be like. But as far as the actual character himself and like what he would like to be doing and researching and like how it would make because like within a group again it would make sense for him to be like oh yeah I'm going around and I need to make money so like I guess if I can't find people to interact with but if I can take a contract for people that might be interested in giving me more money for a project that's yeah. even better like so yeah I I think this guy would be. Dope. I think Kaplan would be fun uh, to play as well as, oh, I like the voice where I could just kind of sound like uh, the leprechaun from Lucky Charms and go a little bit deeper for it, but also just kind of Irish. Exactly. <laughs> um, I liked it too. I had a good time. I think this character is super unique. Uh, well, I shouldn't say like super unique. Like, oh, everything we do is so unique. But I do like... Um, I just like the story, like the story we came up with. I like some of the, yeah. um, there's a lot for the DM to play with as far as parental relationships go. Right. Um, well, there's a lot of then, history that you can build off of this character and stuff like that. So Yeah, and again, like, everyone in some, I mean, not everyone, but most campaigns in some way, some, like I said, someone wants a gun. Someone wants to have a fucking gun. So, like, as a DM, again, it gives you that, like, okay, here's, and, and what, what you could play with as a player if the, the DM already has something like that built out maybe it's not the only family that invented them, right? Maybe it's mm-hmm. just one of them or there's other ways to go around it. But it's always nice to kind of have like, oh, okay, here's where technology's at. And to your point of, it's not very unique to have a gnome artificer with a gun. I mean, that's kind of a, that's a rather cliche, but I like yeah. the idea that, again, trying to rebuild the family organization. And again, if you wanted to as a player to play with that conflict of, you eventually achieve your goal and have enough money to do this, but then it comes down to the moral quandary and then, which way do you want to go with it? Because I don't think it's necessarily 100% lawful evil to be like, no, we're bringing guns back. But that could be a fun twist if you wanted to put on it in a way to have an evil character, evil, I'm doing air quotes, evil character that fits within society, fits within this. Like It, it becomes, again, not about the betterment of the world, but the betterment of yourself. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so, all right, man. Good times, good times. What a, what a time to be building characters in, in, in the year 2021, of, of the year of our Lord and Savior 2021, right? Is that what they say? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that is what they say. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, um, I don't think we have anything else, right? This is the part where we get to the outro where I have in big red letters, don't fucking ramble. Exactly. Oh, I do it anyways. Um, all right, then. That's the end of the show. Now get out.
Right. I wrote that down. I don't think I've ever... Because I'm supposed to update this outro part, and I just don't. I just have the same things as bullet points. Um, <laughs> before you go, though, please let us know what you thought of insert character name. Um, I don't think I'm supposed to read that part. Um, of Kaplan Cap Croaster. Let us know what you thought of this <laughs> rock gnome artificer that is, you know, again, kind of cliche. Um, if you want to reach out to us via email, is a great way to do that at rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have some art of this character that you've worked out, we kind of went into, oh, it's a Tony Stark-esque looking character. Um, and uh, let us know if you like them, if you think it's super cliche, if there's something you would have done differently. If you take this guy and use him in your world as an NPC or as a player, but playable character, we would love to hear that story. We actually plan on, we've been talking behind the scenes, backstage a little bit, sneak, sneak peek for you guys. We have uh, a role play audio that we were sent from a DM that ran a one shot with four different characters, Nate? Yes. Was it four or five? I think it was four or five. And on our Twitch stream now that we're working on getting affiliated, um, we plan on listening through that over a few different episodes and just kind of reacting to hearing some of our characters played out and what their role-playing combat was like. Um, So feel free to reach out to us that way, too. We love hearing those stories about what our characters go off to do. It's like, you know, they grew up so fast. That's right before you They do. They do grow up so fast. Walk walk away. Um, We also are on social media, which is a great way to interact with us and follow us and see when we will be going live for some of that stuff. Like uh, like I said, we are on Twitch now, so every week we're recording our episodes live. So come hang out with us there. That's twitch.tv slash rngpc, right? Is there an underscore in there? Yep. There is an underscore in Twitch. Okay. So it's twitch.tv slash rng underscore underscore. Yep. Yes. Every Saturday, usually Saturdays, if it changes, we'll update it on our social media. Um so follow us on our social media as well, which is Nathan. Our social medias are uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook is at RNG underscore PC. Um, we also have a YouTube channel, which I need to get better about creating, uh, recording things for Lloyd to edit. But we do sure, have a couple sure. of quick tips on there. Um, so that's RNG PC. We're also on TikTok, which is RNG PC. And then our last social media, it's not really a social media, but we do have a Patreon, uh, which is also RNG PC. Yes. And, and with that, with our Patreon, if you, that's where we have character sheets that you can request and we will build out and send over to you if you'd like to play these characters with all the stats broken down, as well as we have bonus episodes. Uh, we just uploaded the April one um, that is the Battle Royale 2, which is all of our characters 17 through 32, I believe, fighting off yep. against each other to see who's left reigning supreme. Um, I don't know why I did that weird voice, but we'll have another uh, bonus episode coming out in May. And we got all sorts of uh, stuff that we want to do on there. And also we would like to start doing with our Twitch and with uh, our, our podcast to give you guys more content. So, uh, yeah, feel free to, to go over there and uh, see if you want to get involved at some level. Uh, other than that, I think that's it. We did it. I think I ran yep. long enough for this part. So Yeah, well, the, la- the last thing is, um, you know, uh, subscribe and follow us on your, on your podcast listening yes. platform. Spotify, iTunes, or Apple App Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, iHeartRadio. We should be pretty much everywhere at this point. If you are listening and currently on an iPhone, it takes two minutes to leave us a quick review of what you think of the show. It helps us out a ton, and we will read your review on the air right now in this moment if we had a new one. Um, So write us up a review, and we will read it live. Yes, 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 yes. It's it's super easy, and we love doing it. We'll do a funny voice for it, and we will read whatever you want. (laughs) Um... (laughs) 
think that's it. There's still no outro, man. I'm just going to address it. I know there's a tension hanging in there. I don't know that's good. Is. I don't think he's found this new apartment yet. Maybe if it's on a higher level, he can't climb through the window like he did at the last places. So, Thank good. you all for listening. Um, have a good rest of your week, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Just until then, please, please promise me this one thing. Or two things. You'll, do, you'll keep doing two things. One of them is rolling, and the other one is playing. That's it. That's all I need from you. I'm confused. What do I need to do? I need you to, to, to keep rolling, and then whilst doing that, you can do it at the same time or afterwards. You're also still then playing. So you're rolling, gotcha. and you're playing. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Dope. I can do that for you. Nice. And everyone else, too. Okay. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> See you next right. week. See you guys.